back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Steven. And Kyle. And I want to thank everybody for taking the time to tune in with us today and for telling all of your weird friends about us. Let's keep this ball rolling. The more listeners we get, the better. Hell yeah. I got a little story. Well, it's a long story I put together that's kind of relevant to this past week. You're going to want to hear this one. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer, it is a post from Reddit. So it's going to be a lot of me reading the comments and Frank barking. Yeah, he'll have that. But a lot of me reading the comments that were posted to this specific uh, story. So a lot of word salad here. But before we get into that, we got to go through the business. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. And come and hang out with us. Like and follow and share post memes, share weird uh, stories and experiences you've got, and just be the dope community that you already are. If you have a paranormal experience you'd like to share for a future episode, Kyle's going to tell you how to do it. Well, I don't know if Steve mentioned this because he said everything really fast and my mind was going 100 mile an hour for the story that he's about to tell you. Sorry, doggy. It's good. But uh, also hit us up on Discord. Discord is a pretty oh, popular yeah. place. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of people that bring things to our table that we're unaware of. Or, hell, some of the people in there, like Kyle and Kenneth, they help dig up shit. Uh, Wrong Dimension, she's been helping dig into some shit for us. And some of these, we're actually getting help because the stories are so big and they have so many avenues that go off of them. So we appreciate the the extra help. It, you know, It helps us a lot as far as getting these wild stories out faster. Yeah, shout out Discord Weirdo Crew. Yeah, appreciate you. That's what I call you guys. I'm not on there very much. I usually hop on there when I'm doing some research and writing, but Kyle's banging on there pretty yeah, much all the time. Yeah, I usually get on there quite often. But other than that, uh, you can you can call or text our cell phone, which is going to be 1-618-556-0837. Yeah, get on that, you weirdos. Yeah. And... You can also use your smartphone to just record yourself, whether it's with your voice memo app, uh, video, whatever you want to do. You can also write your stories out and submit all of that over to hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you'd like to support the show, there's a bunch of ways you can do that. We have our store. It's up and live. We oh, got yeah. some shirts over there you guys can uh, keep. I don't know the link exactly, but we posted it on all the social media, so it should be pretty pretty easy to find. Yeah, if you're in Instagram, you can just links in the bio. Facebook's click up it, there too. Run it. Twitter. Uh, we got some shirts: Wendigo shirt, Mothman shirt, fucking sick metal logo shirt. Yeah. So, rep away. Yeah, I will be purchasing a metal logo shirt for myself. Same. Uh, another way you can support us is by, like I said, telling your friends, sharing the show, getting the word out there. The more. The bigger the following we get, the better. The more we can get more stories and get get more stories out there. And that was our goal from day one. We have a Patreon you can check out. <laughs> Go and look at the tiers there. We released some extra content. We got a bunch of stickers and buttons and all kinds of crazy shit. We got a Patreon-exclusive T-shirt over there for a tier. Just check it out if it's something you're into. Sign up for it and get cool shit. <laughs> We have a Venmo. You can throw some money in there for Monsters or for our Illuminati card game we're saving up for. So that's pretty sick. Hell yeah. I'm excited about that. We get that one of those. One. We might go live and play some Illuminati for everybody. Ah. Uh, you can hop on over to 
wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. That helps us out tremendously to become more visible and easily accessible to people who are looking for weird shit. So if you leave us a five-star rating and review and I find it, I'm going to shout you out. Today's is brought to us by David W815. He says, great show. Love the show, guys. Five stars. Well, David, thank you so much for taking the time to letting us know that you love the show. Yeah, appreciate it. We love the listeners. Absolutely. So it works out. Absolutely. Our listener experience of the day comes to us from our friend Colton. He says, good day, gentlemen. I started listening to Hollis Guy about a week ago. You guys have quickly become my favorite podcast out there. I love the casual conversation, but I also love you guys stay on point and cut through a lot of the bullshit. I'm originally from Alton, Illinois, and I currently live in St. Louis. I've had a few experiences I wanted to share with you guys. The first one involves a Ouija board. The second involves a possible UFO. I attached three voice recordings. There's a recording for the Ouija board story and a recording for the UFO story. Uh, but after the recording, the Ouija after recording the Ouija board story, I forgot a key piece there. A uh, second, really short piece for that. I also hope to connect with you guys and swap and strange, just swap strange stories and whatnot. I know you guys are busy, but I'd love to connect. Please let me know if the recordings don't work. Take care, stay strange, and be safe. Best wishes, wish, ugh, best wishes, not best witches, but maybe also <laughs> and warmest regards, Colton. So we're gonna jump into this UFO story Colton has sent us. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Um, my name's Colton. And um, I currently reside in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm originally from Alton, Illinois, and I lived in the Alton, Illinois area for about 25 years. And I had something happen to both me and my father that I thought you guys might like to hear about. Um, So to kind of give some backstory, my parents lived um, in a cul-de-sac that was on a cornfield, basically. And um, it was on the outskirts of town. It was just 10 minutes away from all the main things in town. So it wasn't too far of a drive to go do anything. But it, it was big open sky. And this was summer 2016. And I still lived with my parents at the time. So to kind of give some more backstory, my parents have a two-story house. And the bedrooms are on the second floor. And they have a house alarm. And if anybody disables the house alarm, you can hear the beeping on the control panel. So the control, one of the control panels is in the master bedroom. And one is in the, um, by the, by the uh, garage door, the entry door to the house. Um, but I was woken up in the middle of the night for some reason. And, um, I'm laying back in bed and I think I just got up to get a drink of water or something. Nothing strange woke me up. I know that I'm laying in bed. It's about two or three or maybe four in the morning. I don't really remember what time it was to be honest, but it was a summer night, early summer morning, and it was still very dark outside. So I'm laying in bed, and then I hear someone get up, I hear the house alarm get disabled with the with the beeps on the control panel, and then I hear footsteps, and they sound like my dad. And the only people that live in the house was me, myself, sorry, me, my dad, and my stepmother. And I can tell that they're my dad's footsteps. I hear him go downstairs, and I'm like, okay, dad's going downstairs to sit on the couch and watch TV or something. Maybe he can't sleep. But then I hear him open the front door and I hear the front door open and he goes out to the front yard. And I'm like, okay, well, this is weird happening at whatever time in the morning it was. That's not something like my dad would do. So I go downstairs and I go out to the front yard and my dad is standing in the front yard in his bathrobe looking up at the sky. Now, my dad, I call him a closeted believer. I think he believes in all the paranormal, supernatural stuff, but he never really talks about it. And he's staring up at the sky. And I should preface this. 
he was staring off to the, I believe it was the east. Yeah, he was staring off into the east, and there was a storm to the north. And the east was completely clear, and he's staring off, and he's looking at the steady, pulsating light in the sky. Now, I don't think too much of this. I love airplanes. I love aviation. And I've studied airplanes and that kind of stuff my entire life. But I'm looking at it, and we lived next to a small municipal airport. It had a control tower. Um, It wasn't like a terminal or a major airport or anything. There is a major airport, of course, in St. Louis. But this one is just a, a small airport for private jets and general aviation aircraft and that kind of a thing. So, but where this light was in the sky, it didn't look like it was on approach to the airport, and it was a steady pulsating flash. Now, the flash itself wasn't brilliantly white, but it did light up a good chunk of the sky around it when it did it. So my dad's like, that could be a plane crash, and we got to go help them. And I'm like, what are we going to do, you know, at two in the morning, just the two of us? and this plane could potentially be crashing, my first thought is, if a plane's crashing, it's out of our hands. There's nothing we can really do to help it. My dad's like, we've got to go see what it is. And my dad, blue-collar worker his entire life, never talked about this kind of stuff, but that night he was adamant about figuring out what this was. So we get some decent clothes on, and we get into the truck, and we start heading north because we noticed that this flashing light was no longer stationary. It was moving at a steady pace, not horribly fast, probably what would look like a normal airplane, and it was moving north toward the thunderstorm. So we're going down these back roads in the middle of the night, and this is kind of at horizon level. That's the best way I can describe it. It's not up in the sky like a star or an airplane. It's at horizon level. And we're passing through trees, we're passing through brush on this on this road in the middle of the night, and it's still a steady pulse. It wasn't sporadic. At first, when I first saw it, I thought it was lightning, but it was too steady and too rhythmic to be lightning. So um, we get through some brush, we get through a clearing, and the light is gone. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Planes just don't disappear. And I'm thinking, okay, it could be a plane, and we're just over overreacting in our imagination. And um, then I kind of see it shoot up in the sky, and it wasn't fast like a normal UFO, so it very well could have been a plane, but it didn't look like a plane. It was a sphere, it was white, and it was steady pulsing, and it just gently goes up in the sky and disappears into this thunderstorm. And there was a whole lot of lightning with the storm, so it was gone. And I can't stress this enough. It did not have the normal characteristics of an airplane on approach or leaving. It was just, it was at the horizon line, and you could only see it clearly if it was completely flat. Because that was that, it was that low to the horizon line. I mean, my dad thought it was a plane that was crashing. So um, it disappeared. And, you know, we went home and this big thunderstorm came and nothing strange happened. I didn't even make the connection that it could have been a UFO until several years later. I was watching a documentary and someone said in the documentary that sometimes UFO just disappear into thunderstorms. Now, prior to about a year ago, my father would not discuss this incident. You would bring it up, he would walk out of the room. And I have no idea, but I feel like something brought him out of the house in the middle of the night which was not something my dad would have done and he was staring at the sky and this man was convinced we had to go figure out what it was um so there's my ufo story um that's really all that i got on that uh thanks so much for taking the time to listen and uh stay strange colton thanks so much for sending your clip in um 
the first thing that it reminds me of, I don't know if I missed it or if you even mentioned what year this took place in, but it reminds me of the giant UFO flap from uh, Highland in St. Clair County. I know you know what we're talking about here in Illinois, but that was in 2000 where hundreds of people saw these strange lights in the sky. Even police officers reported it. There's dispatch calls you can look up. Like It was a legit UFO yeah. sighting, and I'm wondering if maybe that coincides with what you saw because <clears throat> St. Clair is pretty much part of the metro east of St. Louis, so it wouldn't be out of the realm that you saw what was taking place as well. Another weird thing is the story that I'm going to bring forward tonight. Um, once everything culminates, there is a series of UFO sightings, and one of them has to do with UFOs in a thunderstorm, which is kind of weird. weird. Synchronicity. That is weird. Put together. Um, but yeah, you said in the... Uh, email if you want to get together and chat about weird shit yeah we're always down like i said we're down for even doing like interviews and stuff skype calls to where we can make shows out of it if you've got some weird shit we will love to talk about oh yeah for sure oh well i was gonna say something else but i forgot what i was gonna say oh yeah um in your email that you sent us in you sent us your ufo file twice you didn't send us your ouija board file i don't know if you saved it but yeah, you we sent got the, the UFO twice, and we got the little one-minute yeah. addition for the Ouija board, but we didn't get the original Ouija board. Right. So if you think about it, if you have it saved, if you want to send that back in, we'll definitely feature it in a future show. Right. And uh, I don't know, when in regards to your story about the UFO, A, is really strange. Uh, but the more curious part is, like, like, you, like you stated, what drew your dad out of the house? Yeah, that is. In the middle of the night. And then why would he not talk about it for years on end? What scared him so much that he wouldn't talk about Closet it at all? Closet believer. Like, it, it's kind of messed up to, to think about. It it Because does, if, like, I don't know, like, he made a good point. Like, what would have drawn, because like his dad went out for a reason, you know? Yeah, it makes me think about your, your sightings where you have to actively tell Shauna, just go back to bed. Yeah. Like, is, was something trying to draw her out? Uh, maybe. You know? I don't know. But <clears throat> she got pulled with seeing lights come through the window. So that made me wonder if maybe he was seeing something out the window, which drew him to go outside and investigate it. And I wonder if these if these crafts and shit use these thunderstorms to move around as kind of cover. Dude, it's you know possible. I, mean? I haven't heard a lot about it, to be honest with you, when in regards to them following thunderstorms. I mean... It could be cover. They could be using something as far. I'm sure there's. I mean, imagine the energy potential oh, inside yeah. them storms. So there, I guess there's a lot that could be going on with that. But it would be an easy way to move around, especially in the cover of lightning and shit. And right. It's bizarre. If anybody wants to look up that high UFO Highland, the Highland UFO flap, just Google it. UFO Highland, Illinois. Um, there's tons of shit on it. History Channel did a whole piece on it. Uh, the St. Louis Today has a bunch of. Uh, stories on it it's it's pretty interesting something close to home for the hollow sky crew so if you guys want to check that out definitely do now on to our peace day resistance i don't know if that's accurate that's what i'm saying but whatever the excitement of the show yeah so today i am going to dive into this reddit mystery Ooh, kyle beat you to the punch hell yeah I watch this YouTube channel called Camping with Steve, and he this dude just goes out and camps. 
And he always takes a beer and he calls it a step two. So shout out Good Steve. We got our step twos here. That's They're right. monsters, not beers, but whatever. Anyway, we're going to dive into this Reddit mystery. Like I said, it's going to be a lot of me reading posts from Reddit. If that's not your thing, sorry. I'm excited but for this story. But this is fucking weird. So in 2013, okay. In 2013, an Ask Reddit thread was posted. Alien abductees of Reddit or people who have claimed to see a UFO. What's your story? An anonymous Reddit user by the name of Throwaway Aliens decided to share their story. And we're going to look at it today. I'll start by reading his initial comment. He says, and he starts it out like, you cannot start this out any better. Throwaway account because I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> Don't blame you, dog. <clears throat> he says, I was first abducted in 1987. I was 12 years old. I say abducted, but it's not really like that. Actually, you go willingly. It's scary, but it's exciting, too, and they are somehow able to make you feel okay about things. It's not until later that you feel bad or like you've been violated. No, they don't, they don't do a lot of probing or anything like that. That's Hollywood nonsense. They look inside of people sometimes, but they have machines that do it. Not really machines, but it's like a room where things get done, and the walls are... It's hard to explain. So just imagine that all the walls are kind of like x-ray machines. That's the easiest way to describe it. Sometimes there would be others there, and they would be looking into them, or they put them under and cut them open, but not usually. They took tissue samples from all of us, I think. And they never put you under or give you any anesthetic or anything. They just poke you. Like with these things, they take samples off the ocean floor. Kind of like that, but really small. They pull chunks out of you. It's usually done on the butt or on the lower back. Mostly, they talk with me. Just questions, and they'd show me things, like television shows and things, and they'd ask me questions about them. I think the walls measure our reactions to things, too. Same as they take, it, same as they take x-rays. I don't, know, I don't know that, but it's a feeling I got. They never, let you, they never, never capitalized, let you ask questions about what they're doing. Even once I got friendly with a few of them, they just do not like it when you ask them questions. They hate it. You can't understand their language. It just sounds like a, he types out, H-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M. So uh, hmm. I'm positive that we'll never be able to communicate with them in their language. I should mention that these are the grays that you hear about, except that they aren't gray. They're sort of beige, and they wear clothes. They're not naked. I don't know if there are others. People say there are, but I've only met these. Anyway, you cannot understand them, but they can understand you. They can put thoughts into your head, but they can't hear your thoughts. You have to speak to them. They cannot hear very well, or else they are not good understanding English, so you have to speak loudly and slowly. I do not know if they understand other languages, but I'm pretty sure they would. They are interested in all of us, in everything that goes on. They, they like a lot of things about our culture, too. They like some of our music. Bluegrass is their favorite, so far as I've seen. They like it a lot. And they love the African instrument that looks like a gourd with 13 strings. Absolutely love it. But they cannot stand horns or horn music. So they hate classical music and jazz. I think the trumpet sort of mimics their language. It's a feeling I get, but I've never been able to ask them. They've taken me up about, or they've taken me up just about every two years, I'd say since 1987. Just about. Sometimes it's more often, and I didn't go up at all between 1995 and 2000. They usually keep me for what feels like a day, but it turns out just to be about four hours, usually. The longest I've stayed with them was three weeks. During that time, they made me make up phone calls and keep up appearances. They aren't really bad. 
well, I guess I was going to say people, but they're not really bad people or whatever they are. The two that I got sort of close with told me to call them Jack and Gina. I don't know if they're male or female or even if they have different sexes, but I know that they aren't their real names. Those are just the names that they told me. Here's where it gets fucking wild. It's wild already because he's, I mean, he's having experiences with these aliens like a reoccurring thing, which isn't, it isn't out of the realm of normality in this, in this world because you do hear about people who are, you know, borderline lifelong abductees. Like they, they constantly visit a, a specific person for whatever reason. Yeah. And you know, in, in my current studies, I'm finding out that a lot of this may have to do with your, your lineage and stuff like that. But nevertheless, it, it isn't out of the realm of what we hear. It is weird. It's weird that they don't like to be asked questions at all, that it drives them nuts for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like they have something covert they're yeah. trying to keep under wraps. Right. Like, we don't, we don't need you looking at us because our job is to look at you. To figure you out. The thing that gets me with this person's posts is that it's it's written like somebody talks. Like somebody right. didn't go out of their way to create cor- correct spelling, to worry about verbiage or anything like that. And some of the details are so asinine that the whole story could be without it. You know, like how they love that gourd instrument. Right. Like it's just a detail that kind of brings a little bit more legitimacy right. to the yeah. story. Yeah, because like you said, it doesn't need to be in there. <laughs> Not at all. There's nothing that it applies to. And how you, how they make connections, how how it says that he om, they almost communicate with like a hum vibration kind of yeah. thing. And then they don't like trumpets or horn music because right. it kind of mimics it. Is like those little connections yeah, maybe it are fucks so, with them. so wild to me. But continuing on with this initial post. They will make contact with Earth on a wide scale in 2021. That's the year when they'll land here or colonize or whatever. I'm not exactly sure what their plan is. They don't seem to be evil or dangerous. Their planet is, so they told me anyway, a very long way away. They couldn't explain to me how far. They said because it was too far for me to understand, but it was also close to the side. Quote. Whatever the the fuck that means. It just makes you wonder, like, like... Is it an alternate dimension? Are they always like just just on the other side of the veil? You know, close. Well, yeah, maybe too far to understand. Like I don't, but I don't always even, close to the side. I don't even know how to comprehend that because it's so vague. And anybody that wants to call bullshit on uh, on an edit for this 2021 thing, people have went back in their way back machine, and this post was made with that comment in 2013. So. Almost eight years ago. Right. So that's, I mean. They will make contact with Earth on a wide scale in 2021. What just happened in 2021 with this full disclosure bullshit? Yeah. Where essentially the military has been recording UFOs and now they're out. Yeah. Okay. um, Close to the side. I have no idea what that meant, but it's always stuck with me. Home is too far away for you to understand, but also close to the side. We don't have anything they want, so they told me. So I don't really know why they come here or why they've taken so many of us up or why they've gotten to be friends with me. They do not have any religion. They don't need oxygen or water or trees or anything. I don't think. They don't eat people. I don't think they want to breed with us or genetically engineer us. I don't know what they want. 
but they've been coming here for, I guess, at least 10 or 20,000 years. I'm not very good about history and Upper Paleolithic and all that stuff, but I've got video of all, or but they've got video of all sorts of stuff they showed to me of Neanderthal, Neanderthals, Cro-Magnon Man, which really were just like humans, except they had darker skin and less diversity. All sorts of other human-like things, uses or whatever. They showed me video of the pyramids being built, and this is this huge stone building that I guess is lost somewhere or was destroyed, but it was in Europe. I could tell from the video. They have video of them talking with all sorts of people throughout Earth's history. They showed me some of them and asked me questions about them, but I couldn't understand any of it because I only speak English, and even English from two or three hundred years ago is so different that it was hard for me to make out. So I told them that they probably knew more about it than I did. I was up three weeks ago. That was the last time. I'm pretty sure that I'll go up again in a couple years, but I'm not sure after that. The whole program, he has it in quotes, or whatever they call it, is going to change in July 2021. I think they said the 8th, or it could have been the 18th. I wasn't hearing very well. They weren't trying to intimidate me or even warn me, so I don't think we have anything to worry about. I hope they don't show the videos they took of me when they started taking me up because I was so scared and young and they're embarrassing. So that's why I, we're looking into this today. Because July 18th just passed this week. So I don't yeah. know of any yeah. aliens that made contact, but I'm also not in the loop very well. Right. So Precisely. <clears throat> I'm not sure. He goes on to edit this comment a few days later with no more questions. They are not happy with me. Sorry. <laughs> so, okay. I jotted down like, do we have an actual alien abductee here? Is it some kind of internet troll hoaxer? Um, is it somebody trying to push some disclosure? Somebody with a mental health issue? Like, there's just so much going on. Right. And he does go on in this initial post to respond to some questions. Um, somebody asked, well, did they help build the pyramids? You have a video of them building the pyramids. Did they help? And he said, uh, on the video, they didn't. They were just observing. And he thinks that that's all they've ever done was just kind of watch. So they're like watchers. Advance. Yeah, I wasn't going to say <laughs> it, but I let you do it. Um, and someone called them out, well, if you can't understand English from two or three hundred years ago, how do we understand Shakespeare? And I would have been like, bitch, I can't read Shakespeare. <laughs> get get out of here. Ended. End of discussion. Like, yeah, don't even try that with shit with me. Yeah, but he's like, he was just explaining there was, it wasn't just people from the United States. It was people yeah. from all over right. that they were videotaping. And it's crazy that they have videotapes of all this shit. And, and not to mention, going back to language... There are motherfuckers in the South that I can't understand. Accurate. Like people's accents change all over the planet. And just because we all speak English doesn't mean I can understand what you're fluently saying. Not to mention every culture has their own set of uh, slang yeah. that it means something to them, but it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. So get out of here with that shit. Leave the, leave the poor kid alone. He's so already I, been abducted. <laughs> a, a lot. A lot. <laughs> so if he was 12 and 87... That puts him 11 years older than me, so he should yeah, be... He's in, at this time, he, he should have been about 45. He'll be 45 now. Yeah. Yeah, So, now. 
so he responds to a bunch of comments and answers some questions. But after this post dies down, he goes completely silent. Just walks away from Reddit. Which, okay, so... I only bring this up because it struck me with... You, you say he's, he, he should be about 45 now. So you minus eight years off that. Puts him roughly around our age. What's weird is he still sounds like a 12-year-old boy. When he's talking. Yeah, when he's I know. talking. That's know. weird. And I honestly... I honestly think I have stumbled across. I feel this like he's a, a teenager talking. Yeah, to him. His, his his the way he puts his sentences yeah. together and stuff. Yeah, or it's some, or he's or that he's scared. scared. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'd stumbled across this a couple years ago, and because I remember thinking, I remember thinking, man, we got five years to wait to see right. if this is legit. Because a lot of the things he said just kind of resonate with me, like I've heard it before. Anyway, after he gets done answering these questions on the initial post, he goes silent, but he comes back in twenty twenty one. That's an, that in itself right there is bizarre. To because step away for for eight years, yeah, from a social media, and then come back to your be able to find your original post or reactivate your account or whatever you had to do. And he just swooped in and started commenting like on on the R UFOs or R aliens, the threads. Right, he was commenting on people's posts, and it doesn't sound like things got any better for our friend uh throwaway alien they go on to state commenting here was a mistake and i wish i hadn't done it it changed everything for me not all in bad ways but mostly in bad ways i'm commenting again now because there are people on reddit and probably elsewhere claiming to be aliens or that i'm a government agent or an alien agent or something like that and they're all lying i'm talking about the history of the earth guy and the end of an era contact guy they're all hoaxes they don't know anything, and it looks to me like they're trying to take advantage of my story and my life to get attention. I haven't even visited Reddit, Reddit for years now, and I've seen all these posts about my comments. I wish I never commented at all, but July is so close, and I won't be here much longer. So that's just Reddit doing what Reddit does. Trolling people. Yeah. Just trying to make people's lives as miserable as possible. Yeah. Because I didn't look these two accounts up that he was talking about, but I'm assuming they created these accounts, started trolling him. Oh, I'm an alien from your the right. planet that abducted you, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm this guy who can prove he's a government agent, uh, yada, yada, yada. And this dude, clearly his mental health isn't it's not where it's supposed to be. Right, yes. And to have, have to come back from Reddit after seven years and see all of this stuff posted about you. And you you know there's thousands of people on here questioning his mental health. Oh, yeah. And to have yeah. that that banging down your door, and then you have these guys just pushing your buttons. Like, it cannot be a good thing. No, and then, I don't know, like, it, it's not fair to not put yourself in people's shoes like that because look at, look at how we were with Egress when it first started popping off. Dude, I was fucking, I was worried that our safety yeah was in jeopardy we Absolutely. didn't know what we stepped in you know we weren't prepared for that level there was no ease into that process it was just boom here you are you're in the shit let's go yeah and then look you know it'd be no different for this guy because he's literally being abducted yeah or at least he thinks he is or he got tr tricked into being abducted. he said he could know? go willingly that's it's <laughs> crazy yeah or he thinks he is which is another realm but he's he goes on to say but the dude the dude gets things right yeah that's the thing like you can question his mental health all you want but he's he he got some dates right yeah which is 
And that's kind I mean, of a big deal. July of 2021 is oddly specific to pick a fucking Very date out eight years in the future and be like, this is when you're going to find out about yeah, aliens. Yeah, what are the dog? odds of that? Unless he was I, on I feel the like he inside would, new. I feel like he would have better chances of winning the fucking lottery. Yeah, you would think so. Just to pick a date out of a hat or out of the the blue and get out it of eight years. Life. He says, I wish I'd never commented at all, but July is so close and I won't be here much longer. So what's the point of talk of not talking anyway? And I think I owe it to a few people who've meant a lot to me. It makes me angry to see people try to take advantage like this when people are really suffering and really want answers. So I'm going to try to type it all out. Maybe I'll run out of energy and stop caring, but I'm going to try. I was wrong about a lot when I posted before. He sounds older now. And I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to mislead anyone. It's just that I didn't know what I know now. So that yeah, just sounds, reading that he sounds like he's like he's older now. Yeah, and reading that gives me goosebumps. Yeah, like when I said they're cool, I was wrong. I fucked up. I was wrong. They're not cool. They're not cool. Well, I mean, bro, like a you're being abducted and they are doing it's not okay when somebody sticks something in you and removes a piece of you that's it's not a friend it's not okay just to take you like yeah, hey we're gonna too. convince you to go but we're you're still going and then but on top of that not like oh it's not sus at all because uh throwaway alien you are gonna maintain uh your phone calls you're gonna oh, yeah. you're gonna make appearances, so nobody knows you're actually gone. Yeah. Okay. This is what we're gonna do here. We don't want to raise any alarms. Yep. So that that's kind of that's not you going over to Johnny's house and hanging out. Okay. And and hearing his words, where he's like, "I'm not gonna be here much longer." Like he's accepted a fate that we don't know about yet. <laughs> that's a good point. That sucks. Yeah. What does he know at this point that's gonna happen? Man? And what? And then to think about that, like I think about that is. Like you, you said, he he's accepted a fate, which means that he cannot, under any circumstances, change what's coming. He can't protect himself in any way. Like you know, you you couldn't hold up in your bedroom, stay up all night with a shotgun, and be like, "Come on with it." Yeah, he's just he he's knows just like, that that's you can't do it. All right, it won't happen. Here we go, and for him to in his first comment to be sympathizing with them so much and rationalizing what they're doing. Like, like that's some straight Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. They might have fucked with his head. Like, cause how he, it's a good point because they convinced him yeah. to go willingly. And on top of that, like, which is weird because there's that whole cosmic law shit. He says the people that talk about going, that them, them taking you against their will, that those people don't know what they're talking about. Like he's almost like yeah. they're getting him to yeah. try to discredit right. other yeah. abductees. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, I don't know. I'm saying like a lot and I'm going to critique myself about it. Wow. Anyway, after I commented here on my relation, or after I commented on here, my relationship with Jack and Gina changed, especially with Gina. It was like it opened up a door for me. I was able to ask more questions and learn from her. I guess that's good because I was able to learn a lot more about who they are and what they're doing. But in the whole, this was a big mistake because it made my life here so much worse than it already was. I messed up a big time. I'm still paying for it every day, and I'm probably going to pay big for it in a couple days. So hold on right there. Uh, what is he? Do we have any reference? Is it coming? Uh, what he means by it has made my life a lot harder here. Is he saying on Earth 
Or is he saying in the spaceship? I think I think he's still referring to being on Earth. Okay. All right. Because he says I'm not going to be here much longer. I'm I'm assuming that he is on Earth and something is getting ready to change. Right. He just said <laughs> you know it's made my my life harder here. Yeah, and and he'll go into this later on. Okay. About some of the shit that's happened. Right. Not not alien connected. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I was gotcha, telling you got, about that. Yeah, now, yeah, now it's clicking in my head. Gotcha. He says, I've been up 16 times since I commented on here, and it's much more often now because they're almost done with me. I'm going up once more this week, and that's it. I'll that's... stay with them in the big ship for a while, and then I'll go back with them. Oh, shit, that's scary. That's what they told me. I, and I know that I don't have a choice about this, but I don't care anyway. I don't think they're going to hurt me, but honestly, I don't know anymore. I found out a lot about them, and it's not good mostly. They might kill me. I know that, but I also don't think that they'll torture me in any way or imprison me or anything like that. It doesn't seem like them to do anything like that. So even if they are lying, it's a better deal than I've got here. When I answered questions on here before, I was afraid of human people here on Earth, not afraid of aliens. I think I made that pretty clear. I didn't know at the time that they ever did anything to hurt people. I don't think they do it a lot, and I really still don't fear that they're going to hurt me. It was because I was afraid of people that I made a throwaway account on here instead of using my real name. I didn't want anyone to find me, obviously, and because I wanted to protect the privacy of one of my friends, who isn't my friend it turns out, I wasn't afraid of the government at the time, but I should have been. I don't know if the government was monitoring or if that's how they found me, but I was abducted by the United States government in broad daylight in 2015. They never identified themselves, but they were pretty clearly FBI or CIA or something like that. And I was in the United States when it happened. So I know it was the U.S. government and not some other government. Whoever they are, but I think I know, they know who I am and where I am. They kept me for three days and tortured me far worse than the aliens ever have. They abducted me again in 2018 at an airport on my way back into the country, and they tortured me for seven days. <clears throat> I don't think the government found me because of my comments here. They weren't monitoring me or probably didn't even know I existed. Jack and Gina did know what I was doing, and that's why I had to quit answering questions at the time or the last time I was here. I don't know how they knew it was happening right when it was happening, but they knew and they told me to stop. They had to be either monitoring the whole internet or monitoring me and so I'm pretty sure it was just me. They're probably monitoring me right now, too. Also, while I'm thinking about it, I think I should mention that Jack and Gina tried to tell me what they call themselves. They don't call themselves aliens, obviously. I can't spell the word that Gina used. I can't even remember what it sounded like exactly. But they said that it means friends of friends. I think that was probably a pretty rough translation. They were really, really angry with me, and they took me up a couple of days after I stopped commenting here. It's hard to explain, but they didn't exactly threaten me, but they did tell me that things were going to be different after that, and that I shouldn't talk about them anymore, and that things are changing. Again, they didn't hurt me, but I was pretty scared of them for the first time in a long time. I was scared enough of them that after the first chance or excuse I had, I left America for a while, but they found me wherever I went. They know where I am all the time, all the time, I think, and that makes me think I probably have some kind of tracking device in me somewhere. I don't know I don't know that for sure, but they found me and have taken me up in six different cities on two different continents, so they must have some way of knowing where I am. Well, I guess technically three different continents. Not sure what that means, but... After posting here, I started talking with Gina, though, and it was different. 
This is so stupid to say, but I think Gina felt sorry for me. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe she or he actually sort of liked me. But after I got in trouble with them, it was different. And instead of just showing me things and asking me questions, they started letting me ask questions. Gina would even say, do you have questions for me? I don't know why, but I never bothered to ask if Gina if she was a boy or a girl, or if they even had boys or girls. It didn't seem important to me at the time, but now it seems like it's important because I don't know whether to type her as a she or her or what, if that makes her. And that makes it difficult for me to type this and keep on topic. So I'm just going to say she for Gina because that's the name she gave me. And I think of her that way. Asking questions and conversations with them is always very difficult for me and it leaves me exhausted. They just don't understand English well and they say stuff in weird ways, very literal ways that don't make sense. It takes a long time to understand one another. I wouldn't say I was friends with Jack and Gina ever, but it was definitely different. It seemed like they wanted me to ask questions, like they wanted to answer. And I really believed that Gina and I were sort of becoming friends, which I know sounds very stupid. But that ended and changed in 2016 when Jack and Gina left to go back to their home and they took Diane with them. I'm assuming that this Diane that he's talking about is another person that was brought up. I think I was listening to some YouTube uh, channels on this case and in his questions that he was answering in his his initial uh, post, he refers to this Diane and I couldn't find them, so I'm a, I'm pretty sure it's just somebody who went up with him. Well, just a thought here. Uh, whenever you know, he he says he gets in trouble because he starts talking on here. Yeah. And but he and then he said it changes right where he gets to start asking them questions. Yeah. Maybe that was a form of control because in in my opinion, by him going on Reddit, he he's he's looking for companionship. He's probably looking for a little bit of sympathy, but more importantly, he's probably looking for fucking answers. Yeah. Like, is anybody else out there doing this shit? And maybe they realize that, and they're like, maybe we can better control this by allowing him to ask us shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he's in the dark right now as to exactly. whatever whatever they are up to. If he asks them questions, they can they can control the narrative however the fuck they want. Exactly. By exactly. I thought the same thing when I was reading that. Exactly. Okay, so where are we at? That it leaves him not so curious. Where it's like, okay, yeah. I don't have to turn to people. And they can they can steer this story wherever yep. they want now. Exactly. They took Diane with them. I don't know why they went back, but it wasn't like all the friends of friends went back. Jack never came back, and Gina came back in 2018, but she was so different when she came back to the point that I wondered if it was the same Gina or if this was like a different Gina. And so I even now think of her as Gina too. They all look sort of the same, but with little differences that you can tell. And Gina, too, has the same scar that Gina did. Although now, I don't know if it's a scar or if it's just something about the way her skin is. Now, Gina, too, is very down to business with me, and she doesn't seem like she cares at all about me, and I don't know if she ever did anyway. They took Diane away in 2016, and I haven't seen or heard much about her since then. But Gina, too, says that I'm going back with them the same as Diane did. So I hope that I'll see her again. Because I got pretty close to her family several years ago. I haven't talked with her mom in a while now, and she and her stepfather had a falling out, but I don't know what that was about. I don't have any of my own family left, really, and I won't ever have my own kids, so Diane means a lot to me. I was wrong about some stuff I told you when I commented last time, and I think I should clear some things up. 
First, I'm really sorry that I said that they don't hurt people, because sometimes they do. I asked Jack and Gina about why they do it to people, not just why they're studying me, but why they do or why they do it, what they do to other people too. Jack and Gina told me there are three kinds of human subjects that they study. First is like me, who they study over a long period of time, who they talk with and study for a long time. I don't know how I got put into this group or why they'd be interested in talking with me more than anyone else. I think it's just luck because they don't treat me like there's anything special about me. I've asked them and they didn't really understand the question, I don't think. Some people in this group have been taken up hundreds of times, over 80 years or more. Jeez. But Gina told me that usually people don't get take, uh, taken up anymore after they hit their 40s. At that time, or at the time, I thought that meant maybe they lost interest in people when they got older, but now I think it's maybe that most people in this group just don't live that long. Some of us in the group, they take back with them to wherever it is they come from. The second group of their little experiments are people who probably don't even realize they're being observed at all, never abducted, but watched and studied. I don't think I'm in this group, and so I don't know nearly as much about it. I guess maybe they're just, they are watching me, but I feel like the people in this group, they probably watch all the time. And I know they don't watch me all the time, at least I don't think they do. The last group is people who they use for physical testing, and this usually kills them. Gina said that they don't hurt people just to hurt people, that they aren't mean, but that these people can't survive the testing. I'm not sure what it is they do to them, but it kills them. I'm really, really sorry I gave the impression that they didn't do this when they actually do. I didn't know about it at the time, and I swear that I wouldn't have come on here and commented that they don't hurt people at all when they do. I still don't think people have anything to worry about because they don't eat people. They aren't trying to harvest our organs. They aren't trying to steal our water or anything like that, but they do some bad things sometimes, and there's nothing I can do about it, and I'm sorry that I made people think that they don't when they really do. Like, he he, legit, like he legitimately weird. sounds distraught. That they misled him. Yeah, in a you weird I mean? way. Like, yeah. th- this is weird because... <clears throat> like, it makes me wonder if... I know it sounds crazy, but almost like he... Bro, he, this is Hollis guy. Nothing sounds crazy. Right. If he somehow influenced people to willingly start to partake in these situations... It could be. Because he's apologizing... For a fucking reason. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's because he just simply misled people. Yeah. There's something more to that. I agree. And he, cause he does legitimately sound like. Yeah. He's like, he just I keeps going up. up. Like, I yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Almost like they manipulated him to do it. It's, I don't know, man. It's weird. One other thing I was wrong about was I think I probably said that Jack and Gina's race, Jack and Gina's race that I'm going to call the friends of friends because that's what they call themselves didn't make a lot of those movies they showed me the friends of friends have only been here for something like 3000 years before before that there were others here to watch us and i think something bad happened and they were completely killed off by the friends of friends and they got earth along with everything else that those others had i don't know much about those others And this is not a thing I could really ask about, so I really filled in some of my understanding here. Whoever the aliens were before, they must have been doing pretty much the same thing as the Friends of Friends because they bothered to take all the videos and everything. But the way Jack and Gina talked about 
about it, I got the feeling that they didn't care for those others. Like the others might have been their enemies or they might have done something bad. When they talked about it, they didn't talk about it like it was a shift change or something. I'm pretty sure there was a war and the friends of friends killed all the others. I'm not sure about this either, but I think that the big ship might actually have been built or brought here by those others and not by the friends of friends. I know what Jack and Gina went back. I know that Jack and Gina went back for home for a while. They didn't go in the big ship. The big ship pretty much stays put, I think. I've still never seen it from the outside, so I don't know what it looks like. It might not even be a ship, I guess. It could just be like an office building on the moon for all I know. The other big thing I was wrong about was that I said they don't have religion. They say they don't, but I don't know about that. I know this sounds like they are stupid, and they can't be stupid if they can travel all the way here and have those ships and all this technologies, but this sounds pretty stupid to me. Gina said there are a lot of different beings out there. I can't remember if she said thousands or millions, but I think she said millions. And there are millions of planets with life on it, she said. Then there are some forms of life that don't even have planets. Which is bizarre. Fucking just floating around in space. Right. But there are, I think she said, millions of civilizations out there. Many of them are advanced as hers, she said. She said that there are only seven planets in the entire galaxy that are like Earth, where the dominant life form has simple problems. She called them simple problems, not me. She didn't tell me a list of the simple problems, but she told me some of them that were prayer and faith healing and churches and sorcery and magic and all of that kind of stuff. Mostly stuff about religion. And of the seven, she said there were only three planets where people experience, this is going to sound familiar, deja vu or believe in prophecies or worship idols. What's that sound like, dog? That's straight up off the flyer. <laughs> That's what I was and thinking. Deja vu specifically. When we get into this a little bit later, when you drop the cool bombshell, uh, try to remember that because I want to kind of dive into that a little bit there. Right on, right on. We are one of the three, and that's why the Friends of Friends are here. That's why the others were here, too. And that's why the next group is coming in July. Gina says that they know that the whole world isn't really what it looks like, but it's actually the creation of a single intelligence that we and everything exists inside this technology, or inside this intelligence. I asked her if it was like the Matrix, and then I explained to her what that was, and she said it wasn't like that at all. So then I asked her if it was like when that hospital show ended and it turned out all to be a kid imagining it in a snow globe, and she said it wasn't like that either. She said that it's one thing that everyone in her world agrees on, that all these thousands and thousands of advanced civilizations, they apparently all have proof that the existence is imaginary or a dream or a computer program or something. And they are studying the Earth and two other planets like it because they're pretty sure that these planets and the intelligent life on them are either mistakes, like accidents, or that one of them might be the center of the whole thing and everything else is a mistake or an accident. They want to figure out which is which so they can better understand the intelligence that creates the world. That is so, that is such a mind fuck. <laughs> I'm like, that's such what? a mind fuck. So is, essentially, fuck. essentially, all these advanced civilizations have accepted that this is, this is a, uh, 
hologram or a, what the fuck they call it? A simulation. Yeah, a simulation. And that one of three planets is most likely responsible. Is behind it. Or there they actually Which is exactly what Neil deGrasse Tyson said. That's that's yeah. why Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't believe in the simulation theory because it has to start from one specific yeah planet yeah it's <laughs> I don't even know like to give us credit for that I I'm not gonna go that far but there have been a, like a, when, you you listen to rumors and supposedly there's been some highly advanced civilization civilizations on this planet prior to us the large hadron fired up right before he made this post so i was thinking about that too who says that they didn't just like bang off all of these other fucking that uh, is when a lot of weird shit started to really pop off and now anymore it does feel like we're in a fucking simulation and how it's like we're they're they're trying to figure out like who is the center of their their creation? Which he goes on to say, that sounds a lot like religion to me. Like looking for essentially yeah. your creator. Yeah. It's a valid point. Dude, it's let me see how much I got left. I got quite a few pages left. We're gonna have to break this. We, into yeah, two. we might as well dump her into two there. I think that's a fair place to end on it. To leave on yeah, the, fact, <laughs> the fact that one of three planets might have created everything. He jumps in and goes into a lot of like personal stuff in the next episode about people he's went up with and all kinds of stuff. But so man, far, I'm digging the story. Dude, it's so bizarre. I am fucking digging it. The fact, like, he hits with that bombshell that it's a computer program or something, and that every other, like, intelligent life is like, yeah. Something's fucked up, bro. That is that is crazy that they are all on the same page. It's, and the fact that they've narrowed it to one of three planets in the entire galaxy, universe, solar system. Why the hell do we have to be one of them? I don't want us to be the center don't of Don't ask universe, me. For fuck's sake. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not smart enough to pull any of that shit off, so I don't really have a lot to worry about. So we're going to cut it off here. Um, tune in next week, and we'll go jump right back into it where we are maybe the creators of the simulation. Maybe we're not. I don't know. Whatever. Fucking weird. Until then, check us out on all our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Come and hang out with us. Continue being dope. We love you guys. Tell all your weird friends. And stay safe. Stay weird. And if someone on your social media claims to be abducted by aliens, please give them the benefit of the doubt.